Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello, everybody. We're not just talking Titans. We're talking NFL and picking against the point spread. Uh, something we'll be doing every week. This is our second week. I'm Tommy Dees, sports director at the Tennessean, and you are? Eric Backrack, Titans beat writer for the Tennessean. Yes, and we are prognosticators, it turns out. One of us a little better than the others, True. if you want to. Go ahead and gloat. True. Week one's in the books. I usually like my pizza, you know, just straight up cheese. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not too fancy. Yeah, you uh, go ahead and order that. Yeah. it's a long season. It is a long season, but I'll put in, I'll put in a, an order for January or whenever it is. Okay. Yeah. So tell us how, how do we do the first so, week? Week one, I went eight, seven, and one with my picks. You went six, nine, and one. The one being that the tie between the Lions and the Cardinals. Or push, yes, they went to went to a three point and it was right. a three oh, yeah. point differential. So right. that was not the tie. Right. The tie was with the, the Detroit Lions game. Um, I think was yeah. it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, one of them, one of them hit the line exactly. Right. I don't have that in front of me. I'm sorry, people. Um, but uh, as and we are picking on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. so if you uh, notice the lines that we mention are different than the ones you're seeing, they they do tend to fluctuate. We're using the VegasInsider.com consensus line, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a looks at all the Vegas lines and comes to a consensus of where that game should be. So so hopefully that we're not dealing with outlier numbers. Mm-hmm. But it's time to start talking about this week's games. Thursday, we have the Buccaneers at the Panthers in Charlotte. And the Panthers are minus six and a half points. And that's that's lower than seven, which I like. Me too. Um, and, you know, I was encouraged by what we saw from the Panthers in week one, you know, against the tough Rams team. You know, I think it was a tough game for them. And I think they, I think the score was 30 to 27. They, you know, they played That's, a, that game. might be the one that is the yeah, one that, that, is the the one, one that right. pushed the line. Okay. Say so we got it. Yeah, we got it. And the Bucks, you know, I think you got that one because I think the 49ers won by more than one point. Yeah. yeah. More than uh, the one point the Vegas gave them. Yes. I, I'm not, I'm not very high in the Bucks right now. I think six and a half for the, for the, Panthers at home is is very doable. Yeah, and I think this early in the season, if if Cam's you know healthy ish, yep. I don't is, think he's one hundred percent. Probably ever will be what he was at his physical peak. Right, but he's still a, a better quarterback than the other size. I'm giving the six and a half as are you. Mm-hmm. So we both are, are taking the Panthers. Yep. So we're moving on to Sunday, and we're going to circle back to the Titans-Colts game because we are doing this in Nashville, and we want you to keep listening until you, until we get to the very end. So we'll move ahead to the Patriots giving 18 and a half points on the road at the Dolphins, and they might win by 143. I was really tempted. I still kind of am to change it. Right now I've got the Dolphins covering, which I think we're going to learn quickly that betting on the Dolphins in any capacity this season is just not a not a good move. Eighteen and a half on the that's road. astronomical that's in the insane. NFL. Yeah. And and yes, the, the the Patriots did win by more than eighteen and a half right. in their that's opener the at Pittsburgh, but that doesn't mean they're going to beat everybody like that. I think they're probably a little more dialed in for the Pittsburgh opener than they are for the. I get to go to Miami and show up and. 
You can win. You know, I, I'm I'm thinking maybe a late cover by the Dolphins, but I'm taking every one of those points and that half. Yeah, I, I I agree. I don't think the Dolphins have an NFL team this year. I really don't. I, so I was I was very much on the fence about. I wouldn't be surprised if the if the Patriots win by 42. Yeah, and I, Antonio Brown might score 18 and a half by himself if yeah, he's that, that's uh, if a he's big on part the field. Of this is that he's he's on pace to to be you know right there in there this week. So you add that to what the you know, Patriots' offense was last week against the Steelers. I think that eighteen and a half is is well within reach. I just can't take it. You know, on principle, a road team eighteen and a half in the NFL. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm top home dog. They're not going the game. No, but, but I think they could cover. So we move along. The Chargers given two and a half points up on the road again at the Lions, and yet another road favorite. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking the road favorite. As am I. I think the Chargers are a really good team. I think they got weapons. I think they got a pretty salty defense, mm-hmm. and I just don't think the Lions have really put anything together yet that makes me think this is this is the time. No, I was I was watching that Lions Cardinals game, and it was like they were they were both teams were trying. Neither team deserved to win. They were both trying to lose. And yeah, if you're struggling with the Cardinals, you're struggling with the concept of playing football. Correct. And the Chargers, you know, I watched most of that game because they played the Colts. I think Austin Eckler, the the guy, I like uh, him. in place of, of Melvin Gordon, is a really talented running back really dangerous threat and you know i just think the chargers two and a half against the lions i think even on the road that's easy yeah and and similarly we have the bills going on the road uh, not quite as far to the new york football giants mm-hmm. and giving two and a half points another home dog and i'm taking the home dog mm-hmm. i like the giants in this one i think i think they may even went straight up i don't think the bills are bad i don't think they're great they are they are fairly salty on defense themselves mm-hmm. But this looks like the kind of ugly game that the Giants could certainly stay close enough, but I, th- I think could outright, outright win. Yeah, I like I like the two and a half because I could see the Bills winning by three. I, I agree. I, this one has ugly game written all over it. I really like Devin Singletary for the Bills. I think there's there there are some things to like with their offense. You know, I, I don't think Josh Allen was great at all last week, but just think two and a half against the Giants, who kind of blown out by the Cowboys. I, I like them in this one. Okay, so we got a a home favorite for a change uh, in Houston. Uh, the Jaguars going to the Texans, mm-hmm. and the Texans are laying a fairly whopping eight and a half points. Yep. And the Jaguars look like oh, they put all their eggs in one basket and with the their basket quarterback change, broke. and now the basket broke its wing. Mm-hmm. So eight and a half points. The Texans are favored. Yeah, and you've you've got the the Jaguars. I don't know why. I just think that that's a lot of points. It is a lot of points, and I, I thought about it for a second. And their too. offense didn't look terrible, even with the quarterback change. I mean, they 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 did some things. Yeah, I, I think you know, I think it could be a game for sure. I, you know, I think that defense gives them a shot every game, honestly. But I mean, Deshaun Watson the other night against uh, the Saints, really, you know, he's he's a top to me five quarterback in the league and deandre hopkins literally just catches everything and they were unlucky to win that game against the saints I, you know i think the texans are the biggest threat to the titans in the afc south and i think they come away with a 10 point win in this one okay i think they don't but they probably win mm-hmm. i just kind of and i think what it, what you had there was a if i'm mistaken houston playing on a monday night and that's a hard turnaround it's that true. one less day that that tends to be it a matters, yeah. the the favorite in the Monday night football game often off you know the the team that's favored the next week mm-hmm. usually often doesn't cover i think that was in my head somewhere <laughs> now this is like exactly last week we have the vikings at the packers the packers are given 3 weren't the 
Packers getting three against the Bears? Are the Bears really the Vikings? Are they all the same thing? Yeah, it kind of blends together. That that division, I mean, you got Detroit's a notch or two below, but it's all the same thing. Yeah, they they all kind of have the same feel to them. And I think it could be another, you know, 10 to 7 type game. But, you know, I like Packers are more explosive, but we didn't see it in week one. We didn't. Who's running their offense anyway? Yeah. yeah. A guy that. uh, Who's the guy that's calling those plays? in, in, In Nashville somewhat well guy named matt lafleur yeah who, who did win his first game as head coach yeah good for matt give him a game ball good for him you know i think did his owner get a game ball am i, <laughs> I taking a shot that. at the titans what is up yeah. with that the the game ball to the owner. the owner does she get a game ball every game no not every game I mean, what, I, what is that all about they, they have a new cafeteria this year Oh, okay. So they're like, is that the trade off? Is that in the contract? <laughs> you get a game ball for a yeah. We'll give you. We'll, I mean, I would have held out for a little more myself, but yeah. Okay. I think so. The Vikings are getting three points on the road in Green Bay. Right. It won't be frozen that tundra. No, you know, I think the the Packers. I I, I think they offensively do a lot better this week than they did last week. I think last week, you know, the Bears are great defensively, and I think part of it was shaking off the cobwebs, and not only that, but but kind of getting used to Matt LaFleur, which I think is going to be a season-long thing. And I think, you know, last week was uh, kind of a, a, a sign that it's got a long way to go. But I could see them taking another step this week. Yeah, I think I was here for four games or five last season, and right. I, I never got used to Matt LaFleur's offense. I got used to wondering what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I'm not saying he's the worst off, And he's not running the offense particularly, but it's his offense. Right. But, no, I'm taking the Vikings because, A, they can run the ball, and I think that's a yeah. weakness with the Packers. Mm-hmm. And that keeps that offense off the field. But B, I think I think the Vikings got a fairly nasty defense. They do, I yeah. I think that's a bad combination for the Packers. Yeah, Dalvin Cook had a really strong week one. If he stays healthy, they could be a very good team. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we got the Cowboys road favorites at the Redskins. And I you know, kind of went into this thinking, I'm just going to take all the all the home dogs. <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't. You didn't. But they're giving four and a half points in Washington, and I'm, I'm still taking the Cowboys. I think these boys are – are a really good football team. I do too. And and the Redskins, you know, it looked I think surprisingly good against the Eagles last week. I you know, I was a little bit surprised when I saw, you know, how they were hanging in there. I just think the Cowboys, the firepower that they have is is just too much and, and four and a half even on the road is well within reach. Yeah, Skins threw it for about a thousand yards last week, I believe. Slung it around pretty good, but Okay. Yeah, and and he's actually had some spots where he's been a good NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's a little underrated, mm-hmm. but he's not going to – the Cowboys are going to – I mean, if the Cowboys were more than seven, I might take the skins at home, but yeah. I, no, I, I would have to – I think that line's a little artificially low, mm-hmm. um, which means I'll probably lose. <laughs> but uh, Seahawks go to Pittsburgh. It's a long trip. Steelers coming off the defeat to the Patriots and giving three and a half points. And I think there's some questions about how good Pittsburgh is. Mm-hmm. But I think when you play a really primed and ready-to-play Patriots team, there's often some questions about how good you are. Yeah. And it has more to do with how good they are. Yeah, the Patriots can make anyone look bad. And you know, I think this is a bounce-back week for, for the Steelers. The Seahawks are good, but I think... As you mentioned, the long road trip for, for Seattle. I think Big Big Ben, Juju Smith Schuster, James Conner, all those guys bounce back. And I think they, they got to really, get the running game going. Yeah, they do. I, and I think they do. You know, against a good Seahawks team, I think three and a half at home. I think that's a, a pretty fairly easy call. Okay, another interesting game to me, really kind of intriguing because I don't, I don't have a feel at all for this. Zero is feel. I agree. 49ers at Bengals, and the mm-hmm. Bing, basically it's pick them, but the Bengals are given one point. Mm-hmm. So if they end in a tie. Then the Niners win the line. Mm-hmm. We already had one of those this they year. Did. But 
I'm taking the Bengals for no particular reason except they're at home. Yeah, I I am right there with you. You know, I think the 49ers looked pretty good last week. I didn't, you know, pay close attention to that game per se, and I think they've got some intriguing offensive guys, but I agree. I, you know, I think the Bengals at home, based off of what we saw last week, sure, minus one, I'll take the point. Okay, now this, this game, the first thing I think of when I think about this game, you got the Cardinals – at the Ravens and the Ravens, the Ravens are given thirteen and a half points. And I'm thinking in the college terms, who is the Ravens' athletic director that they arrange this schedule so easy? <laughs> because yeah. man, you get the Cardinals coming to your place, mm-hmm. and I mean the Ravens looked pretty darn good last week. And I am loath to give up two touchdowns, basically thirteen and a half points, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to regret it. Mm-hmm. But no way I'm taking the Cardinals on the road against a team like that. You can't. The, the Cardinals are, you know, right there with the Dolphins for borderline NFL team. And and honestly, I do think what we saw last week from the Ravens was, was kind of fluky to some degree. You know, I don't think – we're definitely not going to see Lamar Jackson throwing five touchdowns a game. And, you know, I think it was really encouraging to see their – They did run the ball well. Yeah, they they did, and I think they will continue to do that. I think that's the real deal. That's still their personality, I think. Yeah, so I think there's just a lot of encouraging things as far as what we weren't expecting from the Ravens, uh, and a lot of that was just you know born from the ineptitude of, of the Dolphins. I really like the, the Ravens, and, and you'll see how much, once we get to the bottom of this list with, with our locks. Oh, even, even 13 Spoiler, years. spoiler. Yeah. I think you picked the Ravens as your lock last week. I know. Now, and, and you're a one and zero on locks this it, year, and I'm zero and one. But we'll we'll get to that. A lot of it might have boiled down to the fact that I'm one and zero with them this year on locks. So we'll get to that discussion shortly. Okay. The Chiefs given eight point another home dog to the Raiders. Do they play in Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Los Alamos? <laughs> they're um, they're kind of in flux right now. They're still uh, in old Oakland. Yeah, and. Um, I know. Like I said, this is actually a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. The Raiders may be the only team in the NFL with two actual old school, long time rivalries. Mm-hmm. The other being with the Broncos, right. which I like. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Raiders really have anything that could be called a home field advantage. Not at this point. And that's why I'm laying the eight. I also don't think they can they can hang with this team. I don't. And this this one was harder for me because I watched you know a good portion of of yesterday. I really liked what I saw from Josh Jacobs, their their rookie running back. Yeah, he's something, isn't he? He is. Third, um, he was kind of the third team guy at Alabama, but he's a crazy. he's a three down back, and he's got a real nose for the goal line. He was also you don't usually see the third town back also come in when they're on uh, inside the two to right. be the goal line guy, and that's what he did at Alabama, and that's what impressed me. Yeah, you know, I think. I think they might surprise some people in some games. I just think the Chiefs are too good. I think they'll cover. If it was if it was six and a half, I'd probably take the Raiders. And this game sounds familiar for some reason. Saints against the Rams <laughs> at the Rams. And the Rams are given three points here. Now, did they play last year? They might have. I think I think I vaguely remember <laughs> something about that. Uh-huh. So anyway, wasn't that the game that proved that if you win the toss, you don't necessarily win if you win the toss for overtime, it doesn't mean they just mm-hmm. – and you've got a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. They don't just hand you the, the – you advance. Yep. Yeah. So, I like the Saints this time. Mm-hmm. They're the kind of team that rides on a little more of emotion because of probably somewhat where they're located. Boy, if the Saints were at home, I think they might just come out and destroy mm-hmm. because they, they are real up and down historically 
emotional team more than most. Right. And the Rams, I, I don't know that they even have a persona yet, but they have a really stacked roster. They do. They've got a better roster than the Saints, but I, I'm going with the emotion here, and I am uh, taking the Saints in the three. I'm going with McVay. I think, uh, yeah, I think the See Rams, the quarterback? <laughs> that he might be the same age as the quarterback. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Jared Goff is like 20. I don't know. He's He's young, uh, but so is McVay. But, you know, I, I think the Rams are still really good. I still think they're, you know. Super Bowl uh, contenders, right no doubt. Both these teams are. They this is the are. game of the week. It is. And I like the home team. It's really what it boiled down to. If, if you reverse it, I, you know, I, I think if the Saints were the home team in this match, I would take them with an even bigger spread because I really do like them this year. They might be, you know, if, I, if you put a gun to my head, they might be my Super Bowl pick. But I still think the Rams are really good. I think at home, I think they get it done after, you know, grinding out that game with the Panthers last week on the road. Okay. One of the worst games on the schedule, you have the Bears, who didn't look really good in week one, and the Broncos, who didn't look really good in week one. And the Bears are on the road giving a point and a half, Mm -hmm. which uh, means absolutely nothing. Right. But I like their defense. That's really what it boils down to. I like their defense, too, but I like getting points for the home team. Okay. And I'm I'm going Broncos, and you're going Bears. Mm -hmm. Two interesting teams. Uh, One looked better than the other last week, but I don't know – that we really know what they're all about. The Eagles given a point on the road at Atlanta going to the Falcons. This is an interesting one. You know, I think the, the Falcons, they had a really not great game to open the season after. You know, they're another team. That they showed up ball. somewhere around the third quarter, it yeah, looked like. and a lot of people, you know, have them in the Super Bowl discussion, or at least they did before week one to start this year. I think they bounced back. I just, you know, you look at that offense, and there's just too many weapons there. I think it'll be tough. You know, I think – the Eagles are good. I think Carson Wentz, you know, showed that he could very well be in the MVP discussion by the end of the year. I just think the, the Falcons, you know, they got to look at this as we, we got to bounce back here at home against a really good team, and I think they get it done. Yeah, and I don't. I'm picking the Eagles, but I don't have a big lot of confidence in that pick because okay. I, this looks like the kind they look, they look like two kind of teams that look that will you can't make up your mind after yeah. one week. They're a little better than they looked, or a little worse than they looked. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm still giving the point because I like the Eagles a little more than the Falcons, and I just don't know that the Falcons have their act together. Mm. So let's move to Monday night, the Browns and the Jets, two teams that the, when I think Monday night football, mm-hmm. I think Browns at Jets. <laughs> I mean, don't they play every year on Monday night every football? Year. It's, it's a staple of Monday night. Hasn't it been like six decades since? I, mean, I think the Jets were on when Howard Cosell called. <laughs> I, know, I don't know that the Broncos ever were. But the uh, Broncos, excuse me, the Browns. Uh, the Browns are giving two and a half points on the road to the New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Mm-hmm. And that's my pick. Again, I'm just taking points at home because I don't think – I think the Browns are probably a little better than they looked. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that they're going to put it together. And I wish they would because I like Fred Kitchens. Right. I know him. I actually mm-hmm. know, have known him since he was 18 years old, and, and he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He's also one of the toughest guys I've ever seen playing mm-hmm. quarterback, play broke ribs, that kind of guy. He'll get it together there, but I don't think they're, they're a team yet. We, uh, we and have, they may win, but they won't cover. We have a conference call every week with the opposing coach. So last week the Titans played the Browns. We spoke with Freddie Kitchens on a conference call. To me, that was the most entertaining conference call that, that we've had with – uh, since I've been on the beat, which is only it's only my second year, but normally those opposing coaches are, are terse. They're very maybe not standoffish, but they don't give you a whole lot. Freddie Kinch is well, he was he was great. Um, he is who he is. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. I'm buying into the hype this week. Going Browns. I, I agree. I think what we saw from them last week it was you know they're not going to have 18 penalties again this week. First of all, uh, if they do, 
I would not want to be Freddie Kitchens. I, I think they get it together. Uh, me knowing Fred a little bit, and I'm, I think he told me one time that me and his mom are the only ones who call him Fred. <laughs> I expect practice is probably going to look a little more collegiate this week. There will be there will be some guys that will be um, have to do something because of those penalties. Yeah, I think they get in line a little bit more. You know, there's there's a little bit more composure and just less getting caught up in, in the whirlwind that was all the preseason hype for them. Even if even though it is a Monday night game and, and that in itself is, you know, a hype fest, I think they get it together enough to beat the Jets. Okay. Well that's gonna be interesting. And again, I have the Jets. So so we circle back to Sunday. Yeah. The Colts are at the Titans and the Titans are given three points at home. Mm-hmm. And I think the Titans are good for it. Andrew Luck ain't ain't walking through that door, um, as as I said on another podcast. And that's it's going to be an emotional day for the Titans. It's going to be a big crowd. It's going to be a hype crowd. Mm-hmm. This is a team that probably right now believes in itself and may even have a little swagger. Mm-hmm. Could that actually happen with the Titans? I think it can. I think it's happening. I'm given those three points. And I think they use that to eke out a win. I think Colts cover the three-point spread. On the other podcast, I, I said Titans 27, Colts 26. I think it's going to be that kind of game. game and I had a 21-14 Titans. Right. I, I think it's a game that comes down to the running game, which which team holds up in a really sort of just dogfight in the trenches. going to be some defense played out there. Yeah. It's going to be two good yeah. running backs. And I think ultimately, you know, I – they're really the unsung heroes of this Titans team, but I think Brett Kern, one of the best punters, if not the best punter in the league, had a seventy-yard bomb last week. I think. Yeah, if you end up getting two or three, two or three first downs and yardage worth in the exchange of mm-hmm. punts and kickoffs over the course of a game, it matters. That, it that does up. matter. Yeah, especially if it's a close game. And I think they get that from from their kickers, Cairo Santos, and his Titans debut l- last week looked really good. I just think it's going to be a really tough game that that will come down to the last few possessions and the the Titans just sort of with the wind at their back you know after last week rolling off the Cumberland I'm sure rolling off the Cumberland that wind that gentle breeze I think they get it done I I think they do too and um where where is the Super Bowl this year have you made your reservations yet I have not it's in Miami but uh I like Miami I I took a peek at that Uh, I do I do I do think it's important to have an editor on hand if you're covering the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. as well as a beat writer (laughs) I'll, uh, I'll I'll back that up. I okay, it'd be beneficial to have you there. Okay, so but we're not done. Our picks of the week, which mine went horribly last week, mm-hmm. and yours did not. And, and so you're you're down. you're like Mr. Your pick of the week for the rest of the years, the Ravens. It apparently. might very well be. And your your pick of the week is giving up thirteen <laughs> and a half points. Well, that that on, uh, is it at the Cardinals? No, this is in Baltimore. I think that's wrong. I believe this game is in Baltimore, is it not? We were just uh, looking at this. We were. Yeah, it's it's. it's we'll, at, we'll double check that. And make I sure. I believe we, it's in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, double check that. Regardless, you're giving up thirteen and a half points. That which speaks exactly to my confidence in number. And how one. bad the Cardinals are? Yeah, that, that was that was number two. The Ravens are pretty good, and the Cardinals <laughs> are on the Dolphins level as far as borderline NFL team. And I think the uh, Cowboys are a real NFL team, mm-hmm. and they're playing the Redskins, which is sort of an NFL team, a good but not great team. Yeah, probably. I, 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 I thought about that one too. I just think the firepower that the Cowboys have offensively. Four and a half points I feel good about. Yep, I would feel good about that too. Okay. Well, there are our picks from Eric Bacharach, Bacharach, excuse mm-hmm. me, like the game almost, but mm-hmm. not with the T, right? 
Correct. Okay. That's a good way to, good measuring stick. And Tommy Dees, uh, we're pleased that you dropped in. Uh, we hope you'll listen to us every week. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever it is you find your favorite podcast. Talking Titans is the name. And we also encourage you to, no, not run to your nearest bookie and bet your house on our picks, <laughs> but to subscribe to the Tennessean and Tennessean.com to follow all of our Titans coverage. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean.